great to have you here. Welcome to the podcast with me and my guests from around the world. Welcome to the Simon Filer podcast. Welcome to this podcast. Let's get into it, shall we? On the Simon Filer podcast. Fresh out of the studio recording Adam Bude's debut audio book, The Art of Authentic Selling, right up by Ali just quietly. As soon as I chatted with Ads on the phone, I really had my fingers crossed that he'd come in and read his book to me. And I'm so grateful that you did, Adam. Thank you for coming in. It's been an amazing experience. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Obviously, you go into great detail in your book, but in a nutshell, your strapline says it all, stop selling, be of service and lead authentically. Where did the conception being of service first dawn on you? That's a really good question. I think um, my whole sales career has all been about selling, selling, selling. And you look at the indoctrination of business and corporate and companies, and it's all just sell, sell, sell. Um, and it wasn't until probably a, a couple of years ago through my own personal development journey that I was listening to, it was an audio book or a podcast, or I don't know, I, I do so much of it, it all blends into one. But, <laughs> yeah. but just money is a byproduct of service and money is just an energetical exchange of the service that you provide. And that's when the penny dropped. Mm. You know, um, and everything that we've been doing, it's all been about getting money as opposed to how I get money. As opposed to actually helping someone. As opposed to helping someone. <laughs> and then and then that's just an exchange. Yeah, that's right. So how easy uh, is it for a sales rep or any person in business, really, anyone, to change their mindset from I need to sell my product and service and make money to actually wanting to genuinely want to help people? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head by saying genuinely. Um, unfortunately, in most sales, the salesperson only thinks of themselves. They don't care about the end user. It's all about their job. It's all about their commissions. It's all about their bank balance. The purpose of this book was to really highlight that is a fact. And it doesn't matter what industry it is. That's mm -hmm. the fact. People are all about themselves first. So when we get to a point within our life where we can look back and say, you know what? I understand the way the universe works. I understand the law of reciprocity. Mm -hmm. I understand being of service and wanting to give without any expectation of return. Then they're holding themselves with so much integrity and they're being so authentic with the people that they're talking to and ultimately servicing. Um, and then people want to buy. You know, people hate being sold to. Yeah, there's nothing worse than going into a shop and you can't even get in the front door without oh, coming up saying, I know. how are you today? Well, what? Jump all over you. It's like seagulls like and I'm bread. You know? <laughs> and I'm the same. I can't stand it. It's like, I'm fine. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, someone rings me, the telemarketers. Get, oh. I just I can't stand it. Me um, in fact, we've taught our kids to answer the phone in Chinese. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then people people just hang up because they think they've run the wrong number. I don't know, whatever. Let's go but, old. But yeah, we hate it. So being sold to, if you think about it, no one likes it. Yeah. So why would you do it to someone else? Mm. It's such a way of the world, you know. But on the other hand, back to what you were speaking about before, so is like the law of attraction. I think it came out with Oprah with The Secret and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I'm meeting more and more people who know about it. I don't know in your circles of people. Do you are you finding that more and more people are very knowing much. about it? Yeah, very much. We we did law of attraction a long time ago. Yeah. Um, that was you know way early in our 
PD development. Uh, and I think one of the reasons why I came here to do my book was from the conversation. I knew that we were both on the same wavelength. Yeah. And there was no pressure selling. Yeah. You were just upfront. You were honest. And yeah. This is what I can do. This is what you can do for me. And you spoke your truth. And, yeah. um, the, you know, even, even when you're doing that, it's not even a negotiation on price. Yeah. Because the price is irrelevant. It's about, this is what I can do for you. Yeah. If that's what you're looking for, I'm happy to help you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It needs to be taught in schools. Yeah, it does. Okay. So who were your first inspirations then when you started on the path firstly to finding out about the law of attraction, I guess, then onto your, you know, writing this book? Yeah. Well, as I spoke about in my book, um, I've been on a, a, a long journey. So when I first started commission sales, I realized that I didn't have the skills that were required to actually communicate with people properly. And that's when I started to look at upskilling myself because you say it should be taught in schools. Sales is everywhere. Sales is everything. And it's the only thing that's not taught. Why is you that? Know, it's so funny. That just cracks me up because everything that actually, you know, you need to know from money, from tax, from selling is not taught. it's not taught at schools no anyway <laughs> so yeah i agree i think it uh, but i also understand the reason it can't be taught at schools is because every industry is is different sales is a transferable skill but every industry wants to teach you how they do it so sometimes it's easier bringing somebody in that's got a clean slate and you can then mold them to how you want them to be yeah. And that's great if that person's, if their values are in line with the company. Uh, whereas most salespeople, like I me, mean, I fell into sales because I couldn't get a job. So I just started with menial retail work and yeah. sort of worked my way up from there. Yeah, you do talk about that in the book and you go into detail because you've certainly seen some things and yeah. yeah, been in some places, obviously, that you've done a, at About Face and are now here talking about authentic selling because in past lives, have been you haven't been authentic. No. And that's the challenge, you know, particularly in, um, in the direct sales world or the commission world, you don't sell, you don't eat. So it's a very tough choice. You have to it's make. A, yeah. And then we've all got our obligations that, you know, mm. we have to stick to, which is what it is. And then it's the same with a paid job. If you're on a salary, you might not get bonuses or whatever, but if you don't sell, then you're not hitting your air quotes KPIs. Mm. So you're out the door. So the fear of losing your job. The actual fear of losing your job is more than the want to serve and provide. Yeah, that's why it's a very good thing that you've come on the scene to maybe change the mindset amongst people about why you should sell and how you should sell. How you should sell. Yeah, it's like a bit of a Bible for sellers, isn't it? Well, I'm hoping to. I'd like to be a world changer. Mm. <laughs> and I'd like to get this everywhere for people to... You know, just get back to being of service to another human being. Beautiful. So when was it that you decided, I'm going to write this down, I've got to write it in a book? Uh, the book's been festering and, well, the idea of the book's been festering for a while. And then when COVID hit, I had a great opportunity to re-pivot. I lost a business um, a year before COVID hit. Right. And then I lost another business because of COVID. Oh, no. Um, essentially. And then um, it's like, well, what do I do? Yeah. And I did a... Um, a strategic planning session with a, a business colleague of mine and in that strategic session it was like let's start getting clear on pivoting and where we can go and um, that's when I became a um, got my full real estate license and became a, a business broker and that's when I wrote my book so through COVID um, I wrote it and self-published it and now we're here doing yeah very quick very quick turnaround 
So what was it that made you um, decide to do an audiobook firstly and to come in and do it with me? I got referred to you through my editor. Mm. Um, so when I went on the process of trying to find the right people to work with, for me, it's, it's important that I resonate with people and that people that were on the same wavelength. And I interviewed quite a few editors and um, the one that we found, um, I'm happy to give Gail a bit of a plug, Gail Tarago from Editors For You. Yeah. Um, just resonated with her and trusted her. And because I trusted her, she referred me to the people that did the book layout. She referred me to you. Yeah. And then it was just off the back of our initial conversation yeah. where I thought, yeah, I, I like what I hear. Yeah. So I'm going to come and work with you. And the reason I chose audiobook is because I've got a great face for radio. I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible people. <laughs> horrible people. That's horrible people. Yeah. And, I, and I've got one of those voices that apparently sounds all right. Yeah, so it does. I'll, I'll give it a crack. But, but I actually am not a reader. I much prefer... <laughs> Whatever, I actually, Adam. He's just spent the last seven hours reading his book. I think I've read more, I've read more words out loud in the last two days than I have in my life. <laughs> You've done a great job. Thank you. You've done a great job. I'm sure it's going to be any uh, very engaging for anybody who wants to change their outlook and make more money, obviously, selling authentically and also making people happy and giving them what they need. Mm. And how did you find it in the booth? I loved it. I... Um, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And I came with pillows and blankets and hats <laughs> and all sorts of like food. I didn't know. If, I don't know. I, didn't, I, just, I just came and I was open to whatever. Yeah. And then I walked into this big dark booth and I've never actually read off the Kindle either. All right. So I'm in a dark room with the Kindle and it was just a completely new experience. So, um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. It was, um, it was good. Mm, you'll be missing it. And you said you slept well after the first night. I was knackered. <laughs> it's really grueling, <laughs> totally isn't it? <laughs> and then what about like hearing your book, hearing yourself read it out loud? Did you, you know, did you re-impress it? Well, I don't know how you were impressed you were with writing your own book, but did you think, yeah, I think I've yeah, it's funny. done a that's good a, job. That's a really good question. Um, when I first wrote the book, the intention was for credibility. I always believed from what I heard that if you're an author, You've got great credibility in what you do. Yeah, that's true. Authority. And it was going to be a business card for me. So wherever I went for my sales work moving forward, I've got a, I'm a published author in that. Yeah. And then I had an interesting experience with someone in the book world that said that books are no longer seen as credibility. And that really turned me off. Oh, yeah. So really? I thought that's interesting. Um, why are you saying Don't that? Don't tell any writers of that. I know, right? So... <laughs> I, I didn't believe that because I, I understood the reasons why I was getting that message. And then it was funny because the first person to read it was my father. And I've had an interesting relationship mm. with dad growing up. It's always been hot and cold. Yeah. And I said to him, you can only read this on one condition. And he, he said, what's that? And I said, you're only allowed to give me positive feedback. Anything negative? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> he was definitely a father in the 70s and 80s. He was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, so I released it to him and I felt so vulnerable, mm. like really vulnerable. And then, right. and then a couple of friends, when I got the copies, they bought a copy to support me and they've read it. And then I've had a few other people read it. And some of the feedback that I was getting from people, Amanda read it and she loved it and made it to read it and she loved it. And people were saying, this, this is really good. And I, and I remember um, after having it edited, I said to Gail, do you think this is actually a saleable product? Because my intention was not to make it a saleable product. It was mm. to be a business card. Right. And she says, yeah, I think you've got a great message. Oh, that's awesome. Um, great feedback. Yeah, really good feedback. 
and that's constant feedback. So I'm, I'm getting really, so that was when I decided, all right, I will make it an audio. Um, I will, and I'm, the goal is to now take that book, which is not a how-to book, but there's a lot of storytelling through the book. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it, because we all learn through each other's experiences. Yeah. Is now turn that into a course. Mm. And once I have that as a course, maybe a podcast like what you're doing now, and, and then we can reach it all around the world and speak to more people and, and change the way we interact as human beings because I can't stand it. Yeah. I just can't. Um, and we're only a month in and I'm now in four countries. Yeah. So I'm, oh, that's wonderful. I'm really well excited. done. Yeah. Well, your audio book, hopefully by the time this gets to air, it's going to be available worldwide as well. So um, congratulations. I did mention, and I do mention often that anybody that gets a pub book published is among 2% of people that do it, that begin writing. So you've done outstandingly there. I do think your book is a bit of a how-to guide. You certainly change the opinions in people's heads, and especially when we started off talking just then about both of us don't like going into shops and for them to pounce on you saying, what do you want? You know, everywhere you go, fast food outlets, anywhere they want to upsell everything, it'd be nice for them to actually ask, what do you need? What do you want? Or what do you want? Like McDonald's, would you like fries with that? No, I don't. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to upsell? Do you want more mango with your smoothie? Yeah. <laughs> no, I you want to get the for an extra 50 cents, you can get the next size up. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so if you want to learn the art of authentic selling and you're really keen to know more about the law of attraction and um, being of service to others, and this book is a highly recommended from me, um, Adam Bude, where can they contact you? They can contact me on my website, um, which is theartofauthenticselling.com. Where they can get the audio from would be, I'm looking at your chart now, Audible, iTunes. Google Play. Google Play. Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, just put in Adam Bude, The Art of Authentic yeah, Selling. Yeah, The Art of Authentic Selling audio and you'll book, see it. It'll come up. Yeah. Facebook, uh, I've just been told by you I need to set up my Facebook page and my Insta page. <laughs> That's right. I don't even have Instagram, so I'm going to have to go down that path. Okay. I think. <laughs> yeah, you will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah, you will. So, yeah, um, Adam Bude, uh, it'll be the art of authentic selling. You'll find me there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, firstly, for coming in and doing your audio book and for the chat today. Oh, thanks so much for having me and providing the opportunity for people to get their voices heard. It's one thing to be able to read, and I've never been a great reader. And that was one of the stumbling blocks for me to actually come in here and read because right. I've always been slow and not great. That's what you've been telling yourself. That's all, all I've been telling myself. <laughs> and I like the idea of what you said to me on the phone. If an author's going to go to the effort of putting together a book, then it's best that they narrate it. Yeah. Um, and somebody asked me the other day, why didn't I get you know somebody's voice to do it? And I said, well, my book's all about authentic selling. So how authentic am I if I get somebody else to do it for me? Yeah, not very. Not very. So, yeah, yeah good on you for providing the space for people to get their voices heard. Mm, my pleasure. Awesome. Well, all the best with it. I'm sure you're going to smash it. Thanks. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. And my guests from around the world. Thank you for being a part of this show. The Simone Filer Podcast. Catch you next time. It's a wrap. <laughs>